where two strangers meet at a miniature garden and are invited to dig up a ceramic vegetable or eel to gift to the other one to take home. This is the idea between Twin Cultivation, a two-week installation created by ceramic artist Cindy Huang, designer Michael McCabe, and producer Rosabelle Tan. It's a book for our times, encouraging people to be kind, gentle, and generous with each other. You can see some of the ceramics in the gallery on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash standingroomonly. Well, first, Cindy explains how this unique garden stems from her research into Chinese migrant communities. Twin cultivation sort of came out of my final year at Elan during my honours year. Um, I was sort of exploring instances of exchange and community between um, Māori and Chinese in New Zealand and Through exploring these ideas, I found that, you know, food was a very common theme that sort of tied these connections between people. And while with Twin Cultivations, it's an expansion of that idea, making it like a participatory work so that people can kind of engage with the work and also feel that sense of connection that was felt between these two communities. There was a real connection between Māori and Chinese. I mean, both obviously such innate understanding of growing and gardens and also of um, oppression. Yeah, a lot of these relationships formed through market gardening, like after the gold rush when the fields got all dried up, early Chinese settlers um, moved towards market gardening and that's sort of where it all stemmed from. Michael, let's uh, bring you in here and just if you could describe the miniature garden for us. We have some images on the webpage of the ceramics, which are glorious, and we'll come back to those in a moment. But could you describe the structure and also, I guess, the feeling that you're wanting to create with this? Kia ora. What Twin Cultivation, the, the structure and the experience is really trying to do a kind of centrally is really to kind of support and uplift the work of um, Cindy and to really extend those ideas into kind of a physical experience through an installation that is quite soft and welcoming within a kind of a public space, both um, being in Pamua and Brindamar, they're kind of places that are filled with people full of life and movement. And we were wanting to kind of create a space within this public area that invited people to strangers to first kind of meet um, so our first structure is about whakawhanaungatanga and the second structure really invites them to start to kind of harvest a ceramic by Cindy in this garden bed and then concluding this kind of experience um, they are welcome to finally wrap the ceramic vegetable alongside this kind of stranger who they've gotten to know over 20 or so minutes and finally to tell the stranger why they've selected that particular vegetable for them. And so what we're really interested is about creating a place that welcomes two strangers in, creates a place for exchange and conversation, and ultimately a kind of an understanding between two people. Cindy, I've got to say, you've created some gorgeous ceramics for this. Can you describe some of them for the listeners? Sure. So I've made various forms of the kumara and taro i have them standalone as just like the typical kumara or taro shape that you're familiar with like in supermarkets and stuff i've also ex- expanded on that and made like sprouted versions of them i've also made some gourds some bok choy and some eels 
Yeah. You've been busy. Did I read somewhere something like 250 of these? 120 per site. So there's mm. 240. That is extras, just in case. Just in case. That's a beautiful thing to do for you. The making of these, the creating of them, was that very mindful for you? You know, it's a beautiful, because um, it's a gift that you're creating. Yeah, I feel like when I get into making art, it becomes like a very peaceful kind of meditative process. And, you know, I normally work in a quiet space. Sometimes there's light music, but yeah, it's a very peaceful experience making these ceramic pieces. Yeah. Michael, I get a feeling in in my imagination of this as being a bit like uh, uh, um, a treasure hunt. So will the strangers be getting their hands in the soil, which of course is, again, a very mindful and soothing thing to do, and digging for the ceramic? How hard are you going to make it for them to find it? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully uh, not too hard. So the garden bed is actually filled with a whole bunch of cork, uh, granulated cork that we have sourced. And I think we were really mindful about kind of touch and handling in the in the, in the age of um, COVID. And actually cork has some antimicrobial um, properties, which is really cool. But yeah, um, the kind of strangers just um, dig in and dust off these uh, vegetables. But we really want it to be this moment of careful selection thinking about this like meditative experience of gardening and harvesting and particularly I think kind of within Matariki really thinking about a connection to the land to the whenua um, and to the things that we cultivate and harvest um, from it. And Cindy obviously core to this is that you have two strangers you could have done it a different way you could have had a couple of mates or family members come along and take part but clearly a, a, a big part of this especially given what we've all gone through and are going through is that it is two strangers I love that idea. Thank you. Having the opportunity to get to know a stranger outside of work or school is a very interesting way to meet new people. And how neat would it be to meet someone new through exchange and gift? So what you're hoping for is, I guess, conversations as well as the shared experience of gifting the the ceramics. You know what I mean? That it's not done in silence, that there, there are conversations going on, right? Yes, I just, gifting is such a powerful social tool. When you think about gift, it's normally something you give to someone you care about and it's very much a social investment in someone else. And, you know, how does that sort of play out when it's between two strangers? And I thought that could be a very interesting idea and trying to foster a sense of community or getting to know your neighbours Michael, what have you enjoyed most about this process? I mean, the concept itself is so generous and these are miniature gardens that you're creating in very busy places. You know, Britomart's still a you know a hub. You, you could have gone somewhere quiet down the way, uh, but you're creating this little miniature space of calm. Um, <laughs> it's a fairly busy place. Obviously, um, Pamua has a really rich history of market gardening and um, Cindy's done incredible research that has really kind of informed the co-papa of this project. And Britomart was obviously a rich and bountiful place for Kaimuana. And so we're really interested about kind of citing it in these particular locations to talk to um, the kind of embodied um, history in, the, in these places. 
And I guess like a thing that I've really enjoyed about this process is really thinking about my kind of positionality as being somebody like of tangata tititi. It's been a kind of a joy to start to think about re-engaging with public space. And I guess like finding maybe more or alternative models to kind of do that, that maybe respond to, I think, the vulnerability and the precarity of our time, but understanding that we can still create spaces of connection and exchange and conversation, even in these kind of um, challenging kind of periods. I was just thinking of the twin cultivation, it, it, there's that link to companion planting, which those of us who love gardening will have tried as well. Two different species can cohabit um, very strongly together, you know, they can benefit each other. Well, the title Twin Cultivation actually came from Roosevelt. I'm terrible titling things and it was quite <laughs> early on when she came up with this title and I was like, wow, this is so perfect and it's such like a perfect metaphor for what I'm trying to get across. Um, bonding with something that may not be so typical per se the idea that you know companion planting that together you're stronger and I just really like the idea of that yeah (laughs) so given you're bringing together strangers how logistically does this work do people sign up do they put their names forward do you give them a time and a date how's it going to work um so we have our website for the booking sessions we also have reserved some spaces for walk-ins. So when people, you know, walk past Britomart or Panyon, they're like, oh, what's that going on over there? And come and approach us. We can also book in a spot there as well. And we give, so at any one time, there's only ever going to be two people um, participating in this exchange. So it's quite an intimate moment, I guess, <laughs> between two strangers. And you'll be given a time and date and text reminders and stuff like that. Will you communicate with them afterwards? I'm just curious. I mean, I love the ideas behind this. It's such a generous concept and idea, but you must be dying to know at the end of it if it has achieved some of those things that you wanted. You know, that's that sense of, of coming together, of conversations, collision of ideas, generosity of spirit, you know, uplift so will you will you go back and and try and find out, or will you I don't know have secret cameras, which I might be blowing the identity of? How, how will you know if it's worked? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we won't have any secret cameras or anything. I will be on site on Thursday afternoons, so hopefully I can you know hear in on what people are saying. We also have wonderful hosts that will be um, hosting the site as well and. You know, hopefully through, you know, little listening again here, um, if it's working. I think we're also thinking about, you know, maybe a follow-up email and asking people to take a picture of where they put the ceramic gifts in their house as well. Michael, I think what what I, I really enjoy about this interactive kind of public art is that it's getting away from, you know, the old view of art that it has to take place in galleries or be on plinths or be on a theatre stage in a building or in a concert hall you know what I mean that that the <laughs> arts can go out to to people you know that's a, a beautiful thing to be involved with is this the sort of art that you particularly enjoy yourself um yeah I really enjoy public artwork 
I think it's like deeply accessible. It allows maybe a more deeper, more meaningful engagement with a place in a community. Um, this is, I think, my sixth year of working with Rosabel Tan, creating kind of public artworks. And we started all the way back in 2016, um, working with uh, Ruby White, creating this like food card about Malaysian um, street food. Uh, we worked in Northcote, uh, creating this project called The Claw that maybe some of your listeners might have uh, actually attended. And I think these are really beautiful moments that kind of maybe illuminate the purpose of art to kind of wider communities who may, might not necessarily have the access to them. But also I think as well are really pleasurable and delightful and fun experiences as well and understanding the kind of the value of art to create conversation, to maybe shift the perspective of people who are inhabiting those spaces and ultimately being engaging experiences that hopefully will stay with people like this kind of there are ceramic vegetables that might sprout in time. Michael McCabe and Cindy Huang. Twin cultivation runs at Pemuir train station from the 4th of July, then at Britomart from the following Monday.